You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back, Utah Car Sense. Hour two here this Saturday morning. I am Austin Horton. Roger Parkin in for Jeff Miller this week. He's the general sales manager at the Southtown Automall location of Mark Miller Subaru, 10920 South State. Roger, we uh, we have a few things to get to, but first, we do have our first callers of the day. Oh, fantastic. So we'll get out to the phone lines here. Our phone number is 855-340-ZONE. Everyone that calls in and shares a question, a comment, a story, answers our poll question, will be entered into the drawing for a free oil change with pickup and drop-off. Our poll question is, uh, name a car that describes Quinn Snyder, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, or Mike Conley. Or name a car that describes your feelings about all-star games in general. Or you can call in and ask a question or make a comment about anything else. 855-340-ZONE. Alex is our first caller today. Good morning, Alex. Morning, Alex. Hey. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're great. What's what's going on? What can we do for you? Yeah. Um, Let's see. To answer the poll question, I would say that my feelings towards the all-star game uh, would be best described as a like a old Ford Taurus, like broken down, <laughs> not very good, old. Yeah. So, <laughs> so in high school, I drove a 1992 gold Ford Taurus. It cost me a thousand dollars. It did not have air conditioning. It did not have the windows could not be rolled down, and the exactly. door panels in the back had been ripped off. And I had to start it with a, a hot wire on the on the battery. Is that what we're thinking? Perfect. Yep, that's you got exactly ripped off. what I'm talking about. <laughs> I got I got it at a police auction. Is what I got. Is where I got it. You yeah. got ripped off by the police. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I like that. Is that just this year All Star Game or always? Uh, I think in general. Yeah, I gotcha. think always. Yeah, gotcha. I just they they need to do something to make it better and and different. That's funny. Anything else for you today? Um, yeah, yeah, I had a question. Okay. Um, I wanted to get clarification on something because it's, uh, yeah, and, and maybe I have a complete wrong opinion about about it, and so that's why I'm asking. So, I think one of the reasons why sometimes people like to camp in the left lane or in in the lanes over on the left side is because so when 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 let me ask when somebody is on the entrance to the freeway. And they're going up to the freeway. Is it correct? I, I assume that they're supposed to be going the speed of freeway traffic, 65, 70 miles an hour. And I feel like a lot of people, especially in Utah, they're going like 50 and then they're trying to merge in and people are swerving out of the way and it and it creates a bunch of havoc. But what's what's the rule? What's the law there? I, I assume that you're supposed to be going the speed of traffic when you merge into to to the freeway traffic but i'm not sure so just to clarify you're merging onto the freeway are you and you're asking are you supposed to are you supposed to be at freeway freeway speed limit when you get on the freeway or what the rest of traffic is traveling at uh freeway speed okay so you are supposed to be at the freeway minimum the minimum when you merge into that freeway lane what is the minimum on the freeway? I Forty-five think it's, miles an hour. On the freeway? Yeah, they don't post anymore, but it used to be forty-five. 
I thought it was 55 now, but on it the freeway. It might be 55 yeah. now. They don't post it anywhere anymore. Yeah. and really? At and least so, in Utah, we don't. So you could merge on the freeway at 55 miles an hour. That, yeah, okay. I mean, if it's the lie. In that, that lane, and it's ridiculous. not. You got it. You got to, you know, because, and they did just talk about this in, a, in an article. Uh, Sergeant Nick Street of the Utah Highway Patrol said that the speed limit minimums are what they are but if you're going the speed limit minimum in a left lane you're you're gonna get a ticket and uh, our crack producer brian roger you're correct freeway speed limit uh minimum 45, 45. that's that that's gotta yeah. be fixed that's way yeah. too well, slow they, on don't the po- they don't post it. It, it it's non-existent the only reason i know that is i've been driving forever <laughs> it used to be po- you know i'm all this dust here but it used to be posted on the freeways it is in other states yeah um but it's not posted i don't remember the last time i saw it posted in utah i don't think i have ever so i don't yeah i don't it's been a long long time but i mean that came about when the top speed in the freeway was 55 nationally when tricky dicky nixon with the oil crisis <laughs> rolled everything down to 55 so if our speed limit on the freeways here in the valley is 70 the minimum can't be 45 that we've got to fix yeah. that that has get, to be fixed. well I, again, I don't think anybody really knows them. I mean, honestly, when you're merging on to merging anywhere, you're responsible not to impede traffic. Yeah, Alex, great question. Uh, yeah, you've <laughs> got to awesome. be you got to be at the minimum to merge, and apparently that's 45. Yeah, oh, that's all right. I guess I can't complain anymore then. <laughs> right. Well, you can still complain because people should step on that pedal on the right and get up with traffic and not impede it. Yeah, for, uh, I mean that's the whole idea behind merging anywhere is. To not impede flow of the traffic. An opinion here: yeah. If you're going 45 on the freeway, you aren't a freeway, freeway traveler. <laughs> yeah, move, move, move to a surface street or park someplace, yeah. please. Go drive yeah. State Street. We've been through the same amount of time. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Yeah, thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Alex. Guys. You have a great day. Let's get back out to the phone lines. Eight five five three four zero zone. John is our next caller. Hi, John. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're great. What's going on? Great. Good. Well, first off, regarding the All-Star game, I do uh, disagree with the previous caller, respectfully, but I disagree. <laughs> I, I'm, I Granted, I'm pushing close to 50, so I grew up watching the All-Star game, you know, 80s, you know, et cetera. And, sure. you know, then, you know, I, I would have I classified the All-Star game more as like a Ford Mustang. You had power you had speed you had suspension you had restraint you had you had all sort all sorts of things going on right now you know right and it and it's classic right now to a degree it's it's still classic so i might still qualify it as a ford mustang just without a steering wheel and without brakes <laughs> yeah. I, love I, mean, it. I love it it's, it's kind of self-driving Right, exactly. You still got the the speed and the power. There's just no restraint. There's no defense. There's, <laughs> nobody seems to care. It's it's gone beyond an exhibition of the greatest talent, and it's just it's it's just a joke. Honestly, it's it's a wasted weekend as far as I'm concerned. I I can't I can't think of the last time I've sat down and watched the entire All Star All Star game when. Yeah. You know, when I was growing up, it was it was must-watch television. Well, the the, the, but, the stars of yesteryear took it personally to win or lose yeah. that game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, all the chippiness 
between, you know, players like, like uh, you know, Reggie Miller and, and Larry Bird and stuff that typically when they were playing against one another, you'd still see when they were playing on the same team. <laughs> oh, yeah. That chip on the shoulder and that, you know, that, that grind it out sort of care about both sides of the, of the court sort of a thing. But anyway, uh, now just a, a couple comments regarding speed, regarding the HOV lane and everything. I'm a transplant from California. I grew up driving in the Bay Area in California where the HOV lane uh, or carpool lane is. Um, my wife's from Southern California where it's not just sacred base, but you've got, as you were mentioning earlier, I believe, Roger, you were talking about how they've got the extra wall there in between mm-hmm. the main traffic and the HOV, which I think is great to see that here because I, I'm in real estate and I drive all over the place mm. all the time, close to a thousand miles on my car every week. Um, and what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing in all this driving that I do is exactly what you're talking about. So in, and as if there's no double white line, mm. yeah. um, they know, they don't care. They don't notice. They don't, I, I, frankly, I think they just don't care uh, because they're more interested in shaving or two off of their commute time than, you know, being safe, being respectful, et cetera. Um, as far as the speed is concerned, um, I hear exactly what you're saying about, you know, uh, Austin, I think you were saying, you know, that driving 76 or so, you had a guy just about sitting in your trunk. Yeah. Um, and, and I see that all the time. Um, and, you know, we've got a pop-up trailer now, and, and I, was, I was talking with a guy who has had one for years and we go camping with and everything. And, and uh, recently I'm like, man, carrying, you know, hauling this thing. When we bought our first one, hauling this thing, I'm all the more conscious of all these people just love mm-hmm. to tailgate here in Utah. And he's like, oh, there's, there's a simple, simple solution for that, and I said, "What?" He said, "Just put on your hazards." Because huh. um, a lot of times, people will tailgate you when there's no place for you to go. Your box in on the right and on the left, you can't go. And here they are, right up against your butt, right. trying to <laughs> trying you know, trying to convince you to I don't know elevate so that they can fly under you. I don't know. <laughs> well, I got to get there first, John. So I've got to be there first. Right. No, yeah. uh, I, I understand that, but I can't go anywhere, especially when I'm hauling my camper. So, so what what I did actually just last night, I was uh, no two nights ago. I was headed from Salt Lake up to Ogden, and I was in the number one lane, not the HOV, but uh, just to the right. Yeah, right, right. And I was doing 76, 77 miles an hour, and this huge Toyota 4Runner comes up behind me. I'm in a Camry. But he comes up behind me. I couldn't see his headlights. He was so close. Mm. It was night. It was dark. And I'm, and I'm boxed in on the right, and I've got the carpool lane on my left. And I'm, and I'm looking in my rearview mirror. I'm like, what the heck? And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to turn on my hazard lights at 76, <laughs> 77 miles an hour. And I did. I did. And after about – it didn't work immediately, but after about 15 seconds – the guy backed off a little bit. I couldn't see him that close. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, exactly. He, he backed off a little bit, 
Um, and, and when I say a little bit, I still don't know if we had a full car length in between us, <laughs> but, um, but anyway, when I finally passed the, the car that was to my right and I had enough room to, to merge in front of him, I, I merged in front of him and the, this big forerunner that was behind me blows by me and the dude flips me off. And yeah. I'm thinking, what is the matter with these people, oh, you know? Yeah. Well, it's um, Utah. We froth up the mouth when we drive. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Seriously. <laughs> and, and, you know, like a bunch of rabid dogs. Right, right exactly. Uh, and the thing is, growing up in California, especially driving in the Bay Area, yes, people drive fast. Yes, people are crazy, but they're predictably crazy. Hmm. Here in well, you Utah, signal in California and move over. They'll let you in. Here we speed up. Right, exactly. And they'll wave to say thank you when you let them in. Yep. Yeah. Right? And if you don't wave yep. back, it's like bad protocol. But still, they're not going to whip out a gun. <laughs> a gun. Yeah. Yeah, and this. And shoot at Wave yeah, and in this day and age, I just assume everyone's carrying, and I just eyes straight ahead, hands on the wheel. That's yeah. exactly, exactly. But um, you know, and honestly, here I'm afraid that if I wave at someone, they're going to think I'm flipping them off because that's just the way people drive here and act here. And uh, I wave all the time. Another, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, but I mean, it's it's nature for me. I wave with all five of my fingers. Um, and, <laughs> and spread spread I, very far apart yes <laughs> right exactly like look i'm waving slowly yeah it's insulting almost for me the way i grew up driving it's insulting when they don't wave back to say oh you're welcome for letting you in or or whatever you know um so, so those sorts of things just really bug the crap out of me, um, uh, and and as a transplant from California, where yes, people drive fast, yes, people change lanes all the time, they're predictable, and they still use their signals here in Utah. Come yep. guys, to every Utah driver out there, please just signal. It means so much, <laughs> you know, and, and it, it's, it's like, it's right there. Your hand is right next to it. Use the dang thing. Yeah. Thanks for the call, I John. Agree. Excellent points. Thanks. Excellent points. <laughs> uh, run for the, awesome. run for office and I'll vote for you, John. I don't, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, he's got good points there, Roger. Let's get it back does. out to the phone lines and squeeze in another call. Max has been waiting hey, patiently. Max. Your hand is right next to Oh, turn your radio down there, Max. You're behind us. Max, turn your radio down. You still got us? All right, let's lose Max. Let's lose Max. Let's see who else we got there uh, on the lines. 855-340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE. Colin is next. Hi, Colin. Morning, Colin. Colin, you with us? Sorry, I was on mute. Not, um, there you are. Hey, Colin. <laughs> hey, so that's story of my I life. Think it, I think the vehicle comparison would be uh, close to like one of those uh, demolition derby bus editions. <laughs> like, there's you can hold a lot in those buses. I mean, there's a lot that the All Star <laughs> Games can offer, um, but they're, they're they're usually empty, and um, 
I mean, you could you could equate it too to the RV demolition derbies. Like uh, you could put a lot in there too. But but uh, once you once you make contact, like you see how kind of paper thin like those RV uh, trailers are. So made out of like balsa wood or something like yeah, that. So yeah. that's what comparison I would make there. Um, I was just curious on the. I, I got here late for the, you know, the commentary on the the traffic rules, but uh, I've always found it interesting. I have four kids, so we're in a minivan usually. And uh, when you're in the carpool lane, people get super pissed off if you're not driving <laughs> like as fast. Ninety as miles can. an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So I've why did why in Utah are people do they get so offended if if you're not going 90 miles per hour if you're in the carpool lane. Let me let me su- uh, suggest this to you and Roger uh Colin. I when I grew up and when I went through driver's ed there was no such thing as an HOV lane here. Uh right, right. it's me been too. when did we come up with the HOV lane in Utah? Around the Olympics? 2000, 2002. Okay. I have not been in a driver's ed class since before that. I would like to know what kind of education is being taught a to the new driver and B have have any have either of you ever been educated by a figure an authoritative figure about the HOV lane or is it just watch the road signs on the road and try to figure it out because I've never received a mailer, I've never received a flyer, I've never received yep. a YouTube clip. It's just kind of been Thunderdome for the older generation of drivers in the HOV lane and we we've been programmed in this state uh, to go in the left lane and if you're in my way you're making me not win I'm the race. Run you over. <laughs> yeah. So right. I wonder if it's yeah. an education problem is I guess what I'm saying. I think it's part of that. Part of it's just we are really obnoxious drivers here in the state. Mm. We froth at the mouth when we get in the car. What's that supposed to mean? We drive like our <laughs> rabid dogs. You got you want to get in front of me? You're not getting in front of me. I'm going to speed up. <laughs> I'll I get mean, to I, church I, first. <laughs> I do. It's it's I'm just a mentality. The dri- I I kind of assume that I'm a professional driver in Utah, and so if somebody honks at me, like my boil, my blood boils like faster than than anything. Like I can't be wrong. Like I'm a I'm a professional here. Like I I know everything <laughs> there is here. But I I really like what you said about assuming that everybody is a you know, a carrying permit type person. I think that's a really good rule of thumb because hey, you don't have that to have permit anymore. Trouble. Yeah, it's What's it's just that? not worth it to to you, get into you, any you kind of not, fight. I, I think May fifth, you no longer have to have a permit to carry concealed. Sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, and oh, which yeah. is nuts. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't have to before. You could do it illegally. So well, you could do it illegally. Now it's legal to do it. Yeah. Without so, a permit. I just assume. Hey, someone, uh, and I'm, look, I run hot as a person as it is. I, I I overreact to things. I let things bother me that shouldn't. But when it comes to out there on the road and out there in public, it's best to just not look at anybody, not make any movements, yeah. not do anything. So Just drive courteous. Treat people how you want to be treated. Thanks for the call, it's Colin. golden rule. You learned in kindergarten. Thanks for the call, buddy. <laughs> 855-340-ZONE. Before we take a break, Roberta is joining us now on the phone lines. Hi, Roberta. Hi, Roberta. Yes. Um, I love your show. I really do. Well, thank you. I listen every every Saturday. Uh, hey, before you go any further, Roberta, did you get your car fixed? 
Yes, I did. Good, good, but good, good. I, I'm afraid to park where I live. Okay. Because the people that were, I think, are implicated in taking it were a, a gang of girls. Oh. I know that yeah. sounds funny, but they were, they, you know, they were, um, well, whatever. The police showed me a picture of some girls taking a picture of my car and uh. laughing. I see. And they asked me if I could identify them, you know. So, so it may have been a joyride situation. A bunch of teenagers. Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, and I'm glad so you got I'm it fixed, to... though. Yeah, but I'm parking it over at my son's place. So, uh, you know, until I get a, a club, you know, uh, of a security thing yeah. on the car. Yeah. That's too bad I, you have I'm to do that. I'm not wanting it. Yeah, really, I do. Yeah. Well, so, thanks for calling um, in. What's going on today? Okay, what I want to know is I'm very, I don't, I don't drive the freeways. They're too fast, you know, and dangerous for me now anyway, okay. today. So anyway, but I just want to know what is, what is initials that you, HBO or what is it? What is that? HOV. Yeah. HOV. What does that stand for? High occupancy is, vehicle. Oh, I see. That's the carpool lane then. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yep. The yes. left. Yep, that's the and that's what we're talking about there. Is that HOV lane is is the carpool lane? Yeah. No, nomenclature oh, okay. calls it the carpool lane, but it is the official term is HOV lane for high occupancy vehicle, meaning there's more than one person in it. It just more than one person, yep. right? Yes. If there's two people, it's still high occupancy. Yep. It's, yes, it qualifies, it, yes. And that's the left lane? That's the left lane, usually behind those double white lines, yes. Okay, and you go slower or faster than you're that supposed lane? To, you're supposed to go the speed limit in that lane. Um, that lane is not for passing. That lane's for traveling at the speed limit. The, the passing lane is the one next to it, which is the traditional left lane. Uh, and the problem that we're talking about is a lot of people in that HOV or carpool lane haven't had that education, that, that experience that told to them that if you are planning on passing cars, don't get in the carpool lane because that's for going the speed limit and traveling long distances. But what happens in this oh. state often is people get in that carpool lane and want to go over the speed limit, and that's where problems arise. Oh, I see. Yeah. And then the next lane, what is the, the in-between lane, the right lane and the and the second lane sure so so typically on a freeway here in utah let's let's imagine four lanes from right to left the right lane is the quote-unquote slow lane or the merging lane the next lane over and the third lane over are the traveling lanes the far left lane would be to pass and then to get back over to the right and then that fifth lane behind the double white lines is the hov or carpool lane oh okay you explained it very well to me then. Thank you very much. Well, and I'll say thank you, Roberta, for doing your part by admitting you're not one to, to travel on the freeway, so stay off the freeway. That's smart and that's safe and I'm that keeps to. us all safe. Yeah, that's great. Thank right. you. Thanks, Roberta. Yeah, you be safe, you. and yeah. we'll look forward to talking to you next week, hopefully. Okay, thank you. All right, be well. Thank you. 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-ZONE. We'll take a break. We'll come back on the other side. Uh, Roger Parkin is with us from the Southtown location of Mark Miller Subaru. 
10920 South State and Sandy. I'm Austin Horton. Brian Priest taking your phone calls behind the glass today. More next on Utah Car Sense. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Final little bit here this week on Utah Car Sense. Still room for you to get in on that oil change drawing. 855-340-ZONE. Ask a question, make a comment, tell us a story. Uh, 855-340-ZONE. Roger Parkin is in today uh, from the Southtown location in the Automall. You can also check out Mark Miller Subaru in the Midtown, 3535 South State. Go see George Roska and his people there. Uh, but Roger is down in the Automall Drive, 10920 South State. Roger, you all right to take a few more phone calls? Fantastic. Let's do it. 855-340-ZONE. Our buddy Jack is back on the show. Hi, Jack. Hey, Jack. Uh, there's a, how are you guys doing? Well, great. Yourself? Great. Good. There's a good article on the Ogden Standard Examiner today on Subaru. And it's uh-huh. a week-long test drive they go over. And they like the new engine in it. And they like the gas mileage. Uh, I think it was the cross-track or not back. But it's about a half-page article in the Standard. Okay. Like Fantastic. Back. Yeah, it is good. So have a great day down there. Thank you, Jack. You too. Thanks so much for letting us know, Jack. And Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks for supporting okay. a paper like the Standard Examiner. That's where I uh, I got my start in quote-unquote journalism. Not that they're quote-unquote journalism, but my I career. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, uh, in high school I did a internship up there at the Standard Examiner with uh, a fellow, uh, Brian Saxton was his name. He was a columnist up there and taught me a lot and taught me i didn't want to work for a newspaper so (laughs) (laughs) so on the radio you you have a face for radio but being a davis county kid i i like the standard examiner a lot so thanks for that jack that's great paper 855-340-ZONE mark is next on the show hi mark morning mark hey good morning guys i got a question i saw the last 30 seconds of a news article the other day and they were talking about the lordston Motor Company Endurance pickup truck. Hmm. And apparently it's, it's it's an all-electric one, and they're using separate hubs for each wheel. That's not standard on the current electric vehicles, right? That's something new? That That is new to me, I, I've not heard of that truck, but there's, there's several vehicles that use multiple electric motors on the wheels um, out there. Oh, okay. But I've not, I, I I've not it, heard of that company. I thought company. they were basically transformed regular cars. I didn't realize they were. Hmm. I didn't realize that well, was I common. I was just curious about it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I have not heard of that they company. They're so also coming out with a. They're also coming out with a three-axle, six-wheel drive pickup. Is there hmm. second or third model they're planning on? It, What's the name they, of the car again? It, the the brand name? It's called. Well, it's it's out of Lordstown. Ohio, and it's the Lordstown Motor Company. Okay. And the first vehicle they're coming out with is an endurance pickup, and they claim they have 20,000 of those sold already. They just don't have them completed and delivered. Wow. So, I, yeah, I'm looking I at the, the picture alone looks like a, like a concept 
picture, but you're you're right. They're saying they've already sold a couple that uh, ten. Well, I've checked the deposits for them, probably. Right. Uh, they I, haven't quite rolled them out I'm, yeah. I'm old school. I don't know much about electric truck. vehicles. Yeah, I, I am too. I'm slow. I'm slowly coming around on it, Mark. Not sure I'm going with an electric pickup uh, out the gates here. But that's just me. We'll see, though. You know, if we could get the mileage on an electric around. pickup, the torque and towing would be awesome. I was reading. Uh, yeah, I agree. I was reading about the, the new Ford Mustang that doesn't look like a Ford Mustang, the all-electric Ford Mustang. And mm -hmm. it's got 300-mile yeah. range on that thing. That That's about right where I'm about ready to jump in on an EV. But then you have to throw in how long does it take to charge it? How how accessible is a charging station along those three after those three hundred miles? So we got some bugs still to work out in the EV world, uh, and I, I I guess a pickup is a, is about as good to start as anywhere, but not for me. I've seen the Mustang on a couple things also, and you know if they decide to give me one to try it out, I will take it for a <laughs> yeah. few years. Yeah. I'll I'll, you know, I'll if, spin it if, around. Yeah. If they want some comments, right. I'll I'll take one and I'll let them know what I think. <laughs> all right, we'll keep that in mind, Mark. We'll pass your info. Yeah, you guys. Thanks, buddy. This truck's not all that right. expensive. Fifty-two five initial cost. I like how it Versus looks. They could, yeah, like they're the comparing to Ford F one fifty Larry at four wheel drive at fifty one seven. So it's uh, huh. I have to look at that closer. That's a pretty interesting truck. Well, speaking actually looks really good. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of electric vehicles, uh, part of the uh, Utah legislative system, there were two environment uh, bills that were passed, and one did not. The one that did not, Roger, was a proposed dramatic increase to annual fees for electric and hybrid vehicles. Did it pass or not? It did not pass. It, the, the House voted that them. proposal down. Shame on them. Uh, the thought behind it being they're not paying gas tax, therefore they're not fixing, help to fix and maintain the roads Correct. here. And so the registration fee being hiked up would cover them not paying the gas tax. Is that, and it sounds like you've made up your mind that that's the wrong thing to do. No, what, is, it I, the, is it exactly the right thing to do, though, to raise all those annual fees? I think personally, I mean, taxes pay for our infrastructure. Gas tax is probably one of the fairer taxes I think that we pay because it is earmarked right now for infrastructure. So you, you pay to play. Electric cars, you're not paying any gas tax on. So you're driving down the roads for free and giving them wear and tear. I think they should. I don't know how much they should raise them and they probably should study that. Mm. I think if you looked at what the average person spends with the car that gets I don't know, say 40 miles a gallon on 15,000 miles on what the gas tax is. That's what they ought to raise that. Yeah. Yep. So I don't have an issue with that at all, which is kind of surprising because I don't like fees. But I think it makes sense from a purely doing your, doing your civic duty and taking care of what you're using. What do you think? Well, I'm kind of... I really struggle with this one, Roger, because I love that there's federal, uh, there's tax incentive to, to going I, EV. I, that's, that should entice someone to finally make that decision to go electric. I think that there's a manufacturer gap here where we're not getting the range and the, the accessibility infrastructure that I think needs to be there for more electric and hybrid vehicles. But I also think that 
if you're going to drive on the road, you should be contributing to the road right. maintenance. And if you're not paying gas tax, then that's got to come out of your pocket somewhere else. Well, I don't be it think a registration they, fee or, or a mileage fee, I don't know. But I think it's got to be more than zero. I, I would I would support a registration fee as long as it's based on some type of fact. Yeah. And if I were buying an electric car, that wouldn't stop me from buying it. What if it were $1,000 a year? Pass. Okay, so that would stop you from, <laughs> from buying well, it. Well, I, I, I was careful with what I said. They can compare <laughs> what a good gas mileage car gets, yeah. what they pay for 15,000 miles a year, yeah, and charge that as a registration fee. I think that's reasonable. Yep. A thousand bucks a year because your electric's not reasonable. <laughs> then you're paying way more than your share. Well, I think the proposal was, uh, I think it was close to four hundred dollars. I think it was like three forty-five. That's probably out of line. Yeah, and, and so on that side of it, I understand voting this one down, but I I hope that it's not voted down. Move on. I hope that this comes back and. Because no, it's got to be I, I somewhere between it, zero and a thousand. Yeah, I think if you look at laws and technology, it takes a while for the laws to, to catch up with the technology. That's probably that's probably been the case. Always, and, yeah. You know, and I don't think legislators always look at it in a in a logical sense per se. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So gas tax is thirty one point four cents a gallon right now. Utah tax. On gas. So if you have, if you're driving 15,000 miles a year, which is they consider average and vast majority of drives somewhere in that range, and let's say you get 30 miles, 35 miles a gallon, mm -hmm. just for the sake of argument, times 31 cents, they might not be far off. No, they're way far off. It's 133 bucks you would spend on gas tax. Yeah. So they're tripling it. Yeah. They're quadrupling it. Yeah. Tripling, almost quadrupling. Yep. Too much. So, so come back with a, a more sensible number. Yeah. Yeah, they have to put in a sensible number. I mean, if it mirrors what you'd spend for fifteen thousand miles a year on a thirty or forty mile on a gallon car, I'm all for it. Yep. But just to pick a random four hundred bucks, that's the wrong number. Let's get back out to the phone lines here. Eight five five three four zero zone. Just a few precious moments left in the show. Dallin is our Why next guest. Pass. Hi, Dallin. Hey, Dallin. Hi. Hey, um, I think there may be a misperception. Uh, the state already charges people who drive electric vehicles uh, for the amount of miles they drive. I have a Tesla, and I have to submit my miles at the beginning of the year and the end of the year, and they also have a little plug-in monitor that I have to put in my car. Wow, I did not and know that. I really? charge I didn't know that. I, yeah, and I have, to, I have to pay a charge on my credit card. So, wow. you know... So what yeah, does the church come around, just out of curiosity? I have to look at it. I want to say it's it's a few cents a mile. I want to say five or six cents a mile. Hmm. But uh, the, the state definitely already charges us. Okay. Um, okay. And the, I, I kind of feel like the state of Utah hates people who file that. I don't know if it's just because we're more conservative and the majority of legislators don't believe in global warming and things like that. But... <laughs> I mean, the state of Utah did n does not give people with electric vehicles the same rebates that other states right. uh, receive when you buy them. Yeah. Uh, it it kind of seems like there's a target on your back if you drive an electric vehicle in the state of Utah. Oh, I'm I'm sorry you feel hmm. that way, 
Dallin, but I, I could see why. I could see your reasoning behind that. Um, I'm sorry if that is the case, though, because uh, it's such a, th- that would be like anyone that drives a minivan. I look down upon. Oh wait, Roger already does. Whoa. So. Well, right. I Never. Mean, I, I pay I pay tax on my electric bill to Rocky Mountain Power. To charge your right. car. That, yeah. That, that, yeah. But that goes to. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm still paying more taxes somewhere. So I, I don't think you should single out any group of drivers uh, if you're being fair across the board. And I think, I think that's, how, that's how they should view it is. There should be a usage tax, whether you pay it with gas tax or whether you pay it with a mile tax or whatever. Mm. It should be fair across the board for everybody. And, I, you know, personally, I feel like since I don't contribute as much to air pollution, I should get some sort of a break. Good points. Thanks for calling in, Dallin. And uh, I, 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 I learned something there. I did not know that electric okay. vehicles were being charged per mile, Roger. So, well, they're not – well – Utah offers a pilot program that would allow electric and hybrid car owners a chance to pay less if they drive less called the Road User Charge Program. It charges a monthly fee per mile driven up to the annual maximum of what the registration fee would be. Hmm. It's the same as your registration fee maxed out. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, it's uh, one and a half cents per mile. That's I agree with him in, in one regard. I do think that the incentive is is a good program to get people to buy electric vehicles and if they I, I don't know if it's enough of an incentive for someone like me though yet to dive into that world and if it were if it were more of an incentive then yeah i'd go the the electric vehicle world but it's not there for me yet so utah has a there's two different options it's uh pay the additional alternative fuel flat fee during annual registration or enroll in the road usage at one and a half cents per mile Okay, so you, you choose which one. Okay. You, you choose. So the annual annual registration fee in 21 for an electric vehicle is $120. Plug-in hybrids, 52. Gas hybrids, 20. So Dallin has chosen to have that monitor. To take, correct. Got it. Okay. So it won't cost him any more than what his normal registration fees are. It could cost him less if he drives less. Hey, we have one last call at the at the buzzer here. <laughs> one last call. Our friend Don. Learn something new. Don, you're Don. up. You're the last call. Go ahead, buddy. Stuck in. Good afternoon. Hey, hey uh, if Donovan Mitchell was a car, he would be a Ferrari California model. Woohoo! I, like, I think he go. would like that too. That's yeah. because he dominates all the California teams and is a class act. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Thank you, Don. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate Thanks, it. Right. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. All right. I, uh, I've got the callers, all eight of them wow. today in a random order on my computer screen. going to hit uh, the random uh, button one more time and have Brian pick us a number between one and eight, and that will be our winner today. Let's go lucky oh, number Brian, seven. Lucky number Ugh. seven, that gets you Colin. Colin. Brian's been playing craps. Co- Colin uh, uh, called in and said the All-Star game reminds him of the uh, RV demo derby. Please. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a good good call. Thanks that's to a everyone. great description. Alex, John, Colin, Roberta, Jack, Mark, Dallin, Don. Thanks for calling in and playing, but Colin is our winner. We'll send your information off, and you'll get that free oil change. Roger, good show today. Hopefully do us yeah, again thanks, soon. Austin. Pleasure to be back.
Absolutely. That's Roger Parkin, general sales manager of the Southtown location of Mark Miller Subaru. For he and Brian Priest behind the glass, I'm Austin Horton. We'll be back in one week on Utah Car Sense.